Hey guys, welcome back to the Far East Vibes podcast. It is Philip here, and it is like two days after Christmas that I'm recording this, December 27th. So, happy holidays, Merry Christmas. Um, by the time the next podcast comes out, it'll be after the new year. So, happy new year and all of that good stuff. You know, 2017 was a very fun and eventful and, um, you know, just crazy and sad and just crazy year for K-pop and just for Asian music and entertainment in general between, you know, all of the debuts and the comebacks and the disbandments and the retirements and unfortunately, you know, the um, the, the deaths and things like this. It's just been a very... It's been a year full of ups and downs, which is just indicative of life, you know. Um, but um, here we are, and, you know, we, we keep chugging forward, and we always hope and concentrate on the best and for a better and brighter future, right? So that's what we have to continue to do and just stay positive for not only ourselves, but our loved ones to ensure that continued positivity and good energy and good vibes comes into our lives. Um, And with that being said, let's jump right into the topics. Um, So on FarEastVibes.com last week, um, I wrote about, one of the things I wrote about um, was the new holiday compilation album from the indie Korean record label um, Hilsabi um, Record. Um, that's their name, the, the label's name, Hilsabi Record. Um, yeah, they released this new holiday compilation album full of like all of their like artists, and they are an indie label, both in the independent sense and also in the genre indie. So all their their artists are very like you know like cool like acoustic guitar and just really nice mellow indie vibes which i thought was perfect for the holiday season you know just grab a cup of hot chocolate tea coffee whatever your thing is and just you know just vibe out you know what i mean and if you have a white christmas with like snow falling and shit like that it'll be like the perfect vibe for that kind of thing personally i'm happy you know i'm here in the east coast of um the united states like the new york um area and uh we didn't get any snow here for Christmas, and I'm actually, like, really happy about that because as beautiful as snow is, um, it's a pain in the fucking ass to plow and shovel it the next day. So it's – and just commute and traverse in. It's like, fuck all that. So happy I didn't get the snow. But if you did, you know, enjoy it because it is very beautiful and, yeah. So, yeah, this compilation is, is really dope. It's a 12-track compilation and it's called uh, Small Talk with Scarecrow because uh, Hyosuabi means uh, Hyosuabi. Um, I'm probably not pronouncing that Korean name um, right. But um, that translates to Scarecrow in English. So it's small talk with Scarecrow, like a small little compilation. The talk, I guess, being the artists and the songs and shit like that. You know, that kind of thing. Um, and yeah, it features of, you know, various artists from their label. Um, and it's, you know, per- like I said, perfect for the season. It really just has really warm and comforting vibes throughout the entire compilation. Um, and it's just, and it's just really, it's just really nice. Um, I definitely have some favorites, but really all of the songs are really, really good. So I definitely, um, recommend checking them out. This label is very, very indie. Um, so, um, 
you know, a lot of the artists, you know, you might not know. I know I didn't know any of them um, until the label reached out. Um, I didn't even know about the label until they reached out, but I'm really happy they did because the shit is really dope. And it's just a really nice, um, a really nice compilation to listen to, you know, from, you know, pre-Christmas, Christmas, all the way up to the new year. Um, just to kind of set your, your, your holiday season in 2018 on a nice comforting note that you can hopefully enjoy by yourself, with family, with friends, you know, however you want to enjoy the music, you can enjoy the music. So it's really, really dope. Um, the next article I wrote about, which is, you know, something I, I was and still am very, very passionate about is triple nipples. And I know if you don't know what the fuck that is, that sounds like really crazy, triple nipples. But let me tell you, they're like the most amazing, Jap- you know, girl-fronted Japanese band ever, ever. It's actually um, three Japanese girls, and I believe they have two, um, two or three, I believe two Australian bandmates. Um in the band, and so all five of them, you know, make up triple nipples, but they're just this really dope, like, electro-pop, you know, Japanese trio that does the most ridiculously insane, incredibly cool stage performances ever. Like, first of all, anytime a girl kind of, like, like goes topless is, like, always very shocking for society, and they perform topless their entire set. They have like pasties or whatever, you know, covering their nipples and stuff like that. But they def- they perform in like they perform topless and in like loincloths and they're just very tribal with like paint and all this shit and they just their movements and their stage their stage performance is very like just crazy and animated and it's just a really like just the visual alone is is very compelling and very like intriguing because you're like what the fuck I've never seen something like this before. But when you combine the music, which is like this like inc- insane you know like electro pop sound that has like a lot of like punk energy, like punk rock energy, um, that they also feed off of you know on stage like they use that punk rock energy that they created musically and they like really combine it with this whole tribal concept on stage and like you know the audience really um reacts to it positively so it's just picture like these tribal like this trio of tribal women just completely like letting loose and being crazy um in a very punk rock raw kind of energetic way um, on stage for like all of us to just enjoy and feed off of. It's as exciting and as like impactful as it sounds. And I'm really kicking myself in the butt because they did perform in actually New Jersey. They performed in New Jersey of all the cities of all the states in the United States to perform at. Um, back in 2011, um, I know a long time ago, right? But back in 2011, they um, performed in New Jersey, in Atlantic City. Um, and I missed it. Like, I didn't go. I, I, I just couldn't make it out there. You know what I mean? And I'm so mad because I want to say that was the only time they've been in, like, my general area um, ever. I don't know if they're going to come back. Um, and I don't know if they're going to come back because which was the focal point of the article I wrote, is I don't know where the fuck this band is. Like, they literally up and left, like, the scene. And, like, I have, like, their social media 
there's no activity on their social media, on any of their social media. Their website, there's no activity on their act. They're on their fucking website. There's no activity. Um, there's like no new music that I'm hearing coming out from anywhere, any music blog, any Google search, or whatever the fuck you do. I don't see any music, um, any new music. So it's just like, what the fuck is going? Like, where are they? Were so good. Like they've gotten like coverage from noisy like vice is noisy and pharrell knows of them like neptunes like nerd at nerd pharrell like knows of them like they weren't this like rinky dink fucking like you know bullshit ass group that didn't have like notoriety not that if you don't have notoriety you're bullshit but i'm just saying they made a they they made a name for themselves because of how unique they were and now they're just completely like like, gone. Like, where are they? I don't know if I'm just fucking up and I don't have, like, the plug of, like, information. I don't have the right connects or whatever. I'm not, like, looking in the right places. But where the actual fuck are they? Because I... Honestly, like, I don't know. And it's really, like... It, it makes me mad because, like, I love them. And what made me even write about them um, last week in the first place is the fact that I was listening to, um, you know, music on my on my phone, and it was on shuffle, and they came up, and I was like, holy fucking shit, and I, like, spammed, like, one of their songs, like, on repeat, at least, like, five, six times, maybe more than, more than that, just because I love the song so much, and I was like, where the fuck are these girls? Like, where the fuck are they? And so that put me, it, it, you know, that, like, threw me into this, like, crazy nostalgic, like, trip, where I was like, oh my god, like, holy fucking shit, like, like... I need more triple nipples. Like I have like songs on my on my phone that I love, but like I want more music. I want more music. It's been so long, you know. And with more music, hopefully you go on tour and you'll come back to my area and perform in New York or something. So it was just really, 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 really sad. Um, because like I just don't know where the actual fuck. Um, they are. Um, but to, I guess, save any further rants, I'll stop my triple nipples discussion right there. And, um, I guess just segue, move into, you know, some topics, some, you know, pop culture news, Asian pop culture news that I found, um, that I found, uh, interesting. Um, there's really not a lot going on this time of the year, as is, like, you know, the case wherever you go, you know what I mean, no matter what you're into, you know, the end of the year is very much a time for, you know, just relaxing with family and friends and reflecting and things like that, so there's not much new, there's not much news or, like, you know, updates coming out nowadays, uh, or or rather, um, right now, so, you know, there's not much to talk about, um, but what was um, revealed within this past week is, you know, Miss A's disbandment. And we all knew that that was going to be a thing. It was kind of already... Like, I read an article that was mentioning how, like, remember when JYP took Miss A's um, picture down from the JYP building and substituted it for um, Susie's picture, and that was kind of, like, indicative of, like, Miss A's disbandment. So we all knew that it was happening, but now it, like, was, like, officially confirmed from officially confirmed from JYP that it, you know, that it's, they're done, which is really sad because the same article was actually on, um, Asian junkie 
the same article was mentioning how like for a time they were a part of like the elite girl group class which is so true like do you guys remember when miss a debuted like they were like on top of the list like they were a top girl group and it just sucks how they lost momentum but it definitely is because of Susie. not that that's like you know i'm not blaming Susie at all like you know get your coin get your success you know what i mean like it's not a fault thing it's just like it sucks how like that's just how like the that's just how shit happens sometimes you know like that's just how it happens you know it's a group one member starts to blow up she starts to make a lot of fucking money for the company they start investing all their time and energy and resources into that one member and the rest unfortunately fall to the wayside and it sucks it's it for sure sucks but it's an industry and as we all know all industries are money driven so we're gonna go where the money is and so Susie's fine I don't know what the fuck men's gonna do because I feel like she was dissed from like forever in Miss A she was like dissed by JYP or or whatever Ja I guess is doing her thing in China she still seems to be doing well so good for her and I guess Faye will continue to do shit I know she's pretty popular I think in Korea too right Faye but um so she'll continue to do her shit too so you know I'm sure they'll all be okay but it just sucks because Miss A was a group that I and many others did enjoy and we were really much anticipating a nice long career for them and everyone, not everyone, but a lot of people are saying how, like, look, it's just another girl group or just another group in general that, you know, succumbed to the seven-year curse, quote-unquote, that they say. How, like, groups don't last more than seven years. And when you do the math, you're kind of right. Like, it's seven years and they disbanded. It's just crazy how that works out, you know what I mean? But, yeah, you know, it just, it's just really, it's just really... um unfortunately like, that shit sucks dude like it fucking sucks um but i am gonna miss um miss a i'm gonna miss them a lot i'll you know listen to their old songs on you know when they come up on shuffle or something like that and have fond memories of like the good times and the fun times that they've um provided us and yeah um Moving on to news that I kind of don't care about, but at the same time is, like, maybe relevant enough to talk about. I just don't personally care about it on, like, a a subjective level. Um, But it's um, Psy. um... Oh, wait. I just got, like, on the minute, on the minute news update. I was going to talk about how Psy supposedly, like, leaving Miss A, or Miss A, leaving YG Entertainment, but now I read that he wasn't. So, basically, there was a rumor that was saying that um, Psy was going to leave YG and start his own company and all that shit. And my initial thoughts were, like, I don't know how well it's going to go because, like, I mean, not that you need to be a popular figure to make a creative, like, to make a successful um, business, but, like, is anyone really checking for Psy anymore like that? Like, does anyone care that he's going to start his own label? Like, do you have the resources or the know-how to successfully start your own label and, like, have artists and, like, nurture them and do all that shit? Like, that's a lot of work, especially, like, in Korea's industry. So it's just, like, I don't know. But that's just my opinions on Psy just being kind of, like, irrelevant now. So I just don't know how well that would translate, you know. But I guess I don't have to worry about that because I just got wind that um he's not leaving that they were just like rumors and shit like that so we can put that to rest i think honestly it's for the best that he stays with yg just because he's kind of not what the average korean citizen or just the average person in general will probably 
look at or go for when it comes to their music simply because like his music is more like on the doofy goofy side you know it's like jokes kind of and he's also not you know your stereotypically attractive person so you know in terms of like the pop world he doesn't like catch the eyes of like young teens or like young adults or whatever the fuck like that so you know it's good like stay with yg like you've been there for a mad long you have like some cachet by you know being in yg and so just like sit your ass there and like collect your money um or whatever the fuck um and i guess kind of taking things to a slightly sadder um direction is you know these uh, these comments or concerns about shiny's onu um if you don't as you know you know shiny's jonghyun passed away last week um and um it was devastating for the entire K-pop community, I think, um, especially people of a certain generation, but just in general, uh, when you lose a member of a, of a beloved group, you know, especially in the way that we did, it's just really devastating. And people are definitely concerned about Onu's mental state right now because, you know, he is, he was involved in what I believe was a sexual harassment scandal a few months ago, and that took a very, very big toll on his image especially Onu being a leader of a group, always being very smiley and bubbly and positive and having that kind of pure boy-next-door um, image. So to have him involved in such a kind of deviant scandal was very crushing um, for his image and therefore crushing on his, I guess, mental state. And so with the news of Jonghyun um, passing away, um, you know, it really... People were talking about how he appeared in the video, how Onu appeared in the video of um, the funeral when Shiny members were carrying uh, Jonghyun's casket into the hearse and how lifeless Onu looked, how he wasn't really, like, the way he walked, he wasn't even picking up his feet, really. Like, he was just lifeless. And in the photos, like, his bangs are, like, covering his eyes and he's just completely, like sucked dry of any kind of like spirit you know and i you know read this and i was like okay i have to find this video and look at these pictures for myself because after the initial news i read jonghyun's letter as you know from the past podcast and i did all that stuff but after that i kind of just mourned on my own and wasn't really seeking updates on what was going on with that. So I didn't see the fun- the the funeral video until I looked it up after reading people's concerns about Onu. But when I looked it up, um they're right. Like I am I am concerned about Onu. I've never as if you're a fan of Shiny, you know Onu to be just like just like blazing with like positivity and just so bright and his eyes are so bright and his smile is so wide and he's just like the definition of just like bubbly energy and he always tried to keep a clean image and he always was such a strong supporter and advocate for SM Entertainment and his members and he was just very loyal and he was just like he had this great image um and we kind of expect you know a certain energy from him and so to see the exact opposite energy you know at that funeral at the funeral was very very shocking and very very concerning because it's like on top of the scandal and all of the mental and emotional, you know, stress that puts on him, you lose, like, 
one of your members that you've known for what I read, I believe it was like, yeah, like more than 10 years, like about 10 years, you know, more than, but training and everything, you know, like this, this, this man was your family. And so on top of your personal struggles, you're now dealing with the depth, the death of a family, a, a family member. And that must be so devastating. And, you know, it's sad to say, but it shows like I am really concerned for him. Um, he just seems completely devoid of any kind of life. Like he's just kind of like going through the motions, but he's not mentally, emotionally or spiritually aware or the present, you know, he's just, he's just like gone. He's just gone. And I just really hope that his, you know, he and his members and his family and his friends can really all pull together to help each other get through this dark time. Because we can't, you know, I was reading a comment and someone was like, we can't, like, I hope we don't lose Onu as well. And it's just so dark to think about, but it's like, I, I can't, I don't want to mentally go there. I don't want to even think about that, you know, like, I just really pray that Onu, you know, comes around and, and returns back to his, you know, upbeat self, you know. I'm not asking him to, I don't want him to forget any of the past hurt and pain and, you know, that he has been through. You know, but I do want him to continue living a positive life as best as he can and to, you know, honor Jonghyun and, 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 and grow from his scandal and just go back to being like the positive Onu that we, and positive shiny leader that we know him to, um, know him to be. So I really pray he pulls through this because it, it pains me to see him, you know, it pains me to see him like that. Um... So yeah, it's just it's just really really sad, um, but um, yeah, I just I just really hope that um, everything returns back to normal. It's gonna take time, you know. You can't rush healing, you can't rush mourning, um, but I just hope that everything returns back to normal. And you know, he he, you know, feels he 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 returns back to how we know him to be, because the news is still very devastating, and it's it's. It's still hard to even imagine, you know. But uh, moving on to, I guess, going back to more positive things, you know what I mean? Let's, like, switch the energy up. Um, I guess just reflecting on, like, the past year and, like, Asian entertainment, you know. We had, like, so many, like, so much stuff happened this year that it's hard for me to, like, even remember, you know, and I wasn't even going to bother trying to jot down all of, like, the major things that happened because a lot happened this year. Um, but I think the main thing that pops in my mind, um, partly because it is somewhat recent, somewhat new, and also because just in general it's just, like, very, it's like a, it's an impactful thing, whether it started at the top of 2017 or it's happening now, like, it's still impactful, it's just Namiya Amuro's this uh retirement. Like that's like that's happening. Like that that news came out today. Like that's happening. Like, that's a thing. Like they like she is retiring. I think she's having like where is she? Let me find out. But I know she's having like a final like appearance. Where was it? Like where is she having that final appearance? I'm gonna find out for you guys right now. Um, it's some Japanese show that she's having the final appearance at. Like, she's having a final appearance on... Oh, here it is, yeah. She's making her first appearance on Kohaku Utagasen since 2003. And I got that from Asian Junkie. Um, 
And obviously, you know, she's wrapping everything up. She's making, you know, final appearances on shows, final concerts, releasing, like, best albums and shit like that. And it's just like, whoa, like, this is like, this is like, whoa, um, it's crazy that, like, her reign is coming to an end. Luckily, and thankfully, it's voluntary, you know what I mean? Thankfully, it's not like she's, like, just not selling records and she's, like, kind of forced to, like... You know, okay, like, your time has passed. Like, no, um, yeah, Miyamoto has been slaying shit since, like, what, the 90s? Like, this, and she's been on top. She remains on top. And it just makes me think, like, please, please don't let people like Utada Hikaru say, oh, I'm going to be retiring soon, like, I'm retiring. I mean, Utada Hikaru, I don't even want to think about it, but since I brought it the fuck up, let me complete, let me complete the thought, like... If Utada Hikaru ever announces she's retiring, I am going to lose every marble in my fucking skull. I don't know if I'll be able to handle that. Like, what do you mean you're retiring? Like, like the Miyamoto, I can be like, oh, like, okay, like, I love her, but I don't have the same kind of, like, affinity to her as I do Utada. Um, also, because Namiya's music is more like pop, so it's just like, oh, it's just like a pop record. Like, okay. Butada's music is like very like she has pop records obviously she's a pop star but you know she has just like really deep you know emotional songs it's just like I cannot go without having that in my life like of course I'll just replay her discography like you know forever but I need more of that emotion like keep me up to date with what you're feeling through your music just keep providing me those fresh new sentiments you know what I mean I mean, I, there's no point in me really, like, thinking about all of this right now because it's not like she, it's not like she retired, she's retiring or anything like that anytime soon, hopefully, um, but, yeah, so, but, in, in other news, I don't know if you guys knew, but she did, um, oops, sorry guys, but she did, um, release a new video for, um, a song called Anata. Um, it's just a short version. It's on her, it's on her Vivo. Um, but, um, yeah, I have yet to listen to it yet, so I can't tell you how it is. I honestly do not know how it is. Um, but supposedly, um, well, not supposedly, I know it's going to be good. You know what I mean? So, um, yeah, so check that out if you haven't. I didn't even write about it. You know what I mean? I did not even write about it. Um... So, you know, but should be good. But, um, yeah, I digress. Um, but yeah, really, that's all I have for you guys this week. Um, like I said, it's a, it's a pretty, like, quiet, pretty short week in terms of, like, news updates because everyone's kind of, like, with their families. So no one's really, like, releasing any new updates or new news and schedules of, like, of, uh, celebrities and just, like, new music releases are kind of, like, um, are kind of uh on pause until like the new year um so there's not much to talk about really because there's not any new shit out you know 
So next podcast, which would be the first week of January, hopefully there'll be a little bit more stuff to talk about, more news updates. You know, I know there's like a few, like I know like Icon's making a comeback at the top of the year, which is like long overdue and some other shit is happening like at the top of the year, of the year like GD and Young from Big Bang have to enlist in um, military service. Like they can't postpone they can't postpone it anymore. So I know at the top of the year or like early on in the year, they're going to be enlisting in the military. So there's some updates that are, have come out that, you know, are talking about what's going to be happening at the top of the year, but not like that many that much. So that's why this podcast, you know, will be a bit shorter, not too, too much, but like a little bit shorter than the mo- than than average. Um, but I still wanted to get something out, you know, to you guys. Um just to talk about the little shit that I wrote about and also the updates that have come out and just share some sentiments with you guys, just a vibe. You know, I just like talking to you guys, whether it be on farthestvibes.com or via the podcast, I just like talking and releasing and all that shit. So, um, again, you can email me with any comments, questions, concerns, opinions, you know, whatever you want to share at farthestvibes at farthestvibes.com. Um, make sure to check out FarEastVibes.com, which is the the website, the main site that has all the articles I talked about and then some, you know, there's a really deep archive of like really dope indie and mainstream music releases on FarEastVibes.com. So definitely check that out. Um, you can follow us on every social media site like Instagram, um, Tumblr, Facebook, Twitter, all at FarEastVibes. And I hope you guys have a great new year. Be safe. Um be responsible, um, and just have a lot of fun. And let's all bring in the new year with, you know, positivity and happiness, spending it with, you know, the people we love most, even if it's just yourself. You know, self-love is the first love, as they say. So even if you're not spending it with anyone, enjoy it. You know, do you. You know what I mean? And just have fun, and let's start the new year off right with, like, really positive, good vibes and, you know... Yeah, let's just kill it. Let's make 2018 such a great year. It's the best year yet. It's so crazy to think about how we're almost at 2020. Like, when you think about, like, oh, the year 2020, that sounds so fucking futuristic, right? But, like, literally, it's, like, two years away. Like, holy fucking shit. Like, it sounds so crazy. But, um, yeah, Happy New Year, everyone. I hope you guys all had a great Christmas, Hanukkah. If you're currently uh, celebrating Kwanzaa, enjoy that. Just enjoy enjoy the holiday spirit. Enjoy the vibes. It's just like a beautiful time of year. Um, I know sometimes the holidays can be a bit stressful or sad for some people. But, you know, just try to channel that energy in the most positive way you can. You know, don't let anything kind of warp your energy. Don't kind of don't let anything kind of take, you know, your happiness away. You know, always try to see the positive or make something a positive because, you know, you don't want anything to take away from, you know, your genuine, sincere energy output. You know what I mean? So, yeah, be safe. I'll see you guys in 2018. That's so crazy. Have a great year. This is Philip signing off uh, and leaving 2017 right here. It was a great year. I'm so happy and blessed with everything that happened this year. I hope you guys are too. I'm so happy and appreciative and grateful for all of you listening and reading the website. You guys definitely have made so many dreams come true for me. Faris Vibes is, you know, not this major website or not this major podcast by any means. But I do feel like it has a very strong place in the indie Asian um, media scene. Um, not many um, 
American outlets uh, write or talk about Asian indie music. They're mostly all focused on mainstream music. So I really do feel like what we have here and what we share together is really important in getting out other types of music, music that is unheard of, music that is underrepresented, music that is indie. It's really important to give them a voice too because just because it's not popular music doesn't mean it's not quality music. You know what I mean? So I really do think Friday's Vibes has a very important place in exposing, you know, indie, Asian art to the world and so i thank you all for joining me on this ride and and supporting the website and supporting the podcast and supporting everything and i just really thank you guys so much you know i really love you guys and i'm wishing nothing but the best for you um all of you honestly 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 am i truly truly am and have a great rest of the year i'll see you guys in 2018 and yeah bye guys have a good one happy new year